1: It's time to talk from the inside of sports. It's time for G-Cobb in the House with Gary Cobb and co-host Micah Warren. We'll talk to and about players, front office personnel, agents, and the newsmakers in and around sports. Now, here are your hosts, G-Cobb and Micah Warren. How's
2: it going, everybody? Welcome to G-Cobb in the House on VoiceAmericaSports.com. I am Micah Warren, along with our buddy G-Cobb and also Michael Perry from OTRSportsOnline.com. How are you guys doing? Doing great, doing great. How are you doing? Oh, I can't complain. You know, I just, I just think we should rename the show. Let's talk about Donovan McNabb for an hour. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. It's just one thing after the other. I mean, I was trying to keep up. I posted some stuff on GCOB.com. I'm like, all right, good, covered. We got it. There must have been ten of the things you posted in, what, 12 hours since then? You know, I think I got the latest, and it's just one thing after the other, one report after the other. I mean, it's our duty to stay on top of this, but it's just getting ridiculous. This is just, it's all Donovan all the time. It's the big story in the NFL right now, and there's reports that the Raiders are in the lead. That's the one we keep here, and I haven't heard too much about Buffalo in the last couple days, other than that they're rumored to be interested. Uh, the, the Rams have kind of seemingly fallen off, saying they haven't even talked to the Eagles, which I'm sure Jeff McLean, the Philadelphia Inquirer, was thrilled to see that. Uh, so now there's talk, and I'm sure it's all true, um, that. Namdi Aswa could be part of a deal, even though now Namdi's people say no that 's not the case <laughs> whatever
3: well, you know I think that uh, what you've got is uh, you know nowadays uh with the fact that you have so many people um, you know that are able to uh, you know get throw their hat in the, in the in the situation with to making comments on the internet and everything uh, that you have a, a lot of different parties involved now. Uh, is there a lot of truth to it? I, I think that uh, some people are making some stories up. There's no doubt about that, but uh, I do think that there's something going on, and that um, uh, just from you know what I know, uh, you know about the party, just with the you know the the McNabb uh, folks that uh, they they think and are concerned about that that, that there's something going on. Uh, exactly what they don't know, and I don't think anybody knows. I don't think the Eagles know uh, just yet, and I think right now you've got a lot of posturing going on, and I really don't think that this is going to jump off until a little later, because I think that you need the pressure of the draft getting closer for people really to make their best offer, and I think the Eagles realize that, so I think they just, just wanted to get the ball rolling. The thing about it is that it is going to get very, very intense. And uh, with the fact that Philadelphia goes so uh, crazy about stuff that I don't know if people are going to be able to keep their wits about them through no. all of this.
2: And, and it's taking on, with the Eagles fan base, it's kind of taking on this, it's almost the, uh, an Obama-like phenomenon where you had all these people leading up to the election and, but boy, once Obama gets here, everything's going to be fixed. There's a the whole a huge group in the fan base, boy, once Donovan gets out of here, everything's going to be fixed. I don't know if people really understand this might not be a great thing to have to get rid of. Perry, do you think, uh, you know, this is automatically going to make the Eagles better to get rid of Donovan? Definitely not. It's not going to make them better at all. It's going to be a, a little step back at first.
4: Um, but well, what scares me is what, what you said, that it, it might take a little a little while to get things going. I mean, if it takes two or three weeks, I mean, how many McNabb stories are we going to hear for two or three weeks? <laughs> I'm, I, I mean, after, after two or three days of this, I'm already drained, and I kind of just I want it all to be done. I don't know if I can take any
3: more of this. Well, I think everybody's going to have to step back. I, I, I just think that uh, you know, the intensity of it with the fact that the, uh, the story uh, with McLean and with the, with the Rams and that p- reported story uh, got everybody you know, all the way to the fact where they were almost saying, okay, it's over. And then to find out, no, it's not over, that there, there's nothing to that story, and that we are just started, though, but, you know, the door has been opened. So I, I just think that uh, it's going to be intense. And as I said, I hope people just keep their wits about them and, and don't get all worked up by this because um, there's going to be a lot of stuff thrown against the wall uh, because I know some of the guys, and I don't know, I can't say one guy's lying, one guy's not, but I know guys make stories up. Right. Mm-hmm. They make stories up, and the thing people have to realize is the beast has to be fed every day. Uh, you know, ESPN, um, you know, WIP, uh, the newspapers, Philly.com, and, and hey, I like to put something on mine, but, you know, I'll put, you know, what, what, um, what other people are saying. And, uh, you know, the thing is that, that to a lot of it, uh, there might not be any truth to a lot of the things that are, that are thrown out there. And, and I think right now that everybody is ahead of the Eagles about what is really going on. Uh, I don't think that, that uh, much is going on. And I think that we will find out close to, you know, April the 22nd. And, you know, I was putting a countdown on my, uh, on my site, and I'm going to continue doing that because that's what it is. It's, it's going to be day-to-day, and things are going to be happening, and that's going to be the fun of it. But I, I hope people will do it with a, with a little sense of humor and not get all worked up, because I have people on my Facebook page that are, they're getting to where they, you know, they're, they're starting to split, you know, pulling the hair out of their heads, and you can't get like that about this. This is going to be a long-distance thing.
2: Well, luckily, it's Philadelphia, and everyone's going to remain relaxed and not, <laughs> not blow it out of proportion. Uh, so you know, thank God for that. Um, but, yeah, you read the comments from people, and they just can't wait for this guy to be gone. I don't get what he did that was so wrong. Why does he have to go? They make it sound
3: like, uh, you know, this guy going around killing people's children. Well, What's I'm it? telling you this. You know, I, I, don't, you know, I, I don't want to be pointing a finger at people, and everything, but i tell you what. It's almost like when you come to town to Philadelphia right now, you've got to make some friends in the media or you, can't, you, you are not going to be able to survive here because the guys can turn it up so loud on you, both right. when it comes to, you know, the radio, uh, on, the, on the Internet, and on the newspapers, and for that matter, television too, they can turn it up so loud and, and get so ridiculous about it that the people believe them and think, well, we've got to get rid of this guy. Look. There's no guarantee the Eagles are going to get anywhere near the playoffs for the next decade. Right. I'm telling you, you know, it's not that simple. And, I, I, you know, right now I would tell you with uh, Cobb and looking at what they're against now, I say, hey, they're, they're not in the playoffs. No way. Really? You <laughs> say no way if Cobb's the guy. Well, I will tell you this. No, no, no. It's- I'm not saying no way he's the guy. I'm saying if they go with him this year, I don't see them in the playoffs.
2: It, it's very possible. And, And Perry, you remember this, and this is what what I try and get people to remember. The only phrase that I can keep saying is, careful what you wish for. Because I'm not saying Cobb's not the guy, I'm not saying he is. Do you guys remember 1997 when Bobby Hoying lit the place up for a few games?
3: You know I remember it, because I was on WIP, and I had a number of the guys, and I remember specifically Paul Jolovitz, getting into an argument with me about how ridiculous I could be to say Bobby Hoying is not... The next uh, Pro Bowl is not going to be the Pro Bowl. I said, what are you, out of your mind? The guy played, you know, had two good games. I said, that's not the way the NFL is. It's like baseball. You have a guy, he comes up, he hits a home run. Everybody gets a look at him. They say, well, he hits the fastball, but can he hit the deuce? Well, all he sees is the deuce. And now we find out the guy's back in the minors. We never hear from the guy again. Look, this is the way it is in the NFL, and they're going to throw everything at him, and he's going to get some helmets in his back. Go find out whether his body can take it, uh, can his mind take it, and uh, can he can he not throw interceptions? Because right now, one thing we know about Kevin Cobb is he pulls interceptions. He does, and when you throw the ball eighty times a game, those are killers, and that's what people forget about Donovan. Yeah. And what about AJ Philly? AJ Philly did a good job running the offense, but he threw too many picks, and yep. you can't live with that. And he had to go. I mean, AJ Philly was running the offense, but he threw too many picks.
2: And that that's a big problem. Where do you where are you on this, Perry? Is it have you seen enough from Cobb, or do you say like everybody? Hey, let's relax, you know, for just a second. And,
4: uh, I haven't seen enough. <laughs> I haven't seen enough on Cobb to say to say anything. I mean, yeah, I'm curious to see if he can if he can run this team. But you know, I'm not willing to right now to just say, all right, let's run with him next year, and we're and we're all set, and we're all good. I mean, everyone keeps on saying, like, you know, we have the Eagles have three NFL starting quarterbacks on their roster. No, they have one. His name is Donovan McNabb, and then they got two guys that are probably good backups right now. So I would rather go with the guy that's the, that's the starting quarterback, and that's Donovan.
2: And, and what people need to remember, too, and I'm not taking this away from Cobb. I'm not. It's not fair to him to do that. But, yes, he's the only quarterback in NFL history to throw for 300 yards in each of his first two starts. Fine. You guys remember at halftime of that Saints game, they were in it. What were they, down 21-17 or something like that? Yeah, they were right there in it, yeah. They were right in the game, and he comes out and he throws a pick. And as we know with that Saints offense, they will stick it to you. They're not messing around. You throw a pick in your own territory, that's seven points. That kills you. So, okay, fine. Then he throws a pick to Sharper, that's a pick six. Game was already out of hand. All right, so we racked up a bunch of yards. in a, in a blowout. It was an absolute blowout. The Saints were out of that game in the third quarter. And then against the, the Chiefs. Chiefs are wretched. Yeah, he looked good, good but against the Division One A team. I
3: mean, and, well, you I know, don't know, know the, honestly, thing, the thing about it is, you know, we're going to find out about Kevin Cobb. You know, and uh, I, you know, I, I think, hey, let's go for it because not only we're going to find it out, we're going to find out things about the Eagles. And the thing that that really, you know, gets me going is. Look, everybody, Donovan McNabb can't win a Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, he can't win a Super Bowl with those teams he's played with so far. We know that they weren't able to get there. Uh, they did get very close. But the thing that we, 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 people don't want to bring out is, look, you can't say McNabb is a choker, but Brian, West, Brian, uh, Brian Westbrook, or you can't say Brian Dawkins are big game players. Because what did they do in those games? All those games they lost. We got guys, come, we come back, and we celebrate them. And, you know, and Doc is the main one because, you know, Dawk, people say, oh, he's the Hall of Famer and all this. Well, do you blame Doc for what happened in all those games? I mean, if you're going to put it on uh, McNabb, then say, well, what did Dawk do in those games? And, and not that I want to take shots at Doc, but my thing is they all lost those games. It, it doesn't, not an individual loses the game, just like Peyton Manning gets credit for a guy picking off a pass in the, in the, in the, and the, uh, the one he won, and, the, and running it back in for a touchdown, he wasn't even on the field. But the thing is, you win as a team, you lose as a team. It's not just an individual thing. But uh, I, I say go ahead and trade McNabb. Let's see what Cobb can do. And I'm going to be the one around here saying, yeah, okay, uh, I want to I hear from everybody that was running their mouth. How happy are you now?
2: <laughs> uh, you're right, G. I agree. Look, we got to take a break, but there's way more to get into here on G. Cobb in the House. I'm Michael Warren. We're on VoiceAmericaSports.com. We'll see you in a second.
6: Do you want to know what's really going on these
5: days? each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific time. It's all about action. Touchdown! Scores. Taking a look at the NBA tonight. Highlights. He's broken loose. He's at the 30. And headlines.
6: Big trade in the NFL this afternoon. When
5: you are looking to talk sports, look no further than the Voice America Sports Network. We bring you some of the biggest names and all the sports news you can handle, whether it's basketball, off the glass, football, come on, golf, racing, or the Olympics. We've got you covered. We'll even cover tailgating. To the Voice America Sports Network. It's all things sports.
7: Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
2: What's happening, everybody? We're back here on G-Cob in the House. I'm Micah Warren, along with G-Cob and Mike Perry. And uh, you might have guessed that Donovan's name came up. And I wanted to, because we touched on this a little bit, but it's something that, I don't want to say it makes me angry, it just frustrates me. Uh, when it comes to the local media, I got, I got an email from somebody, uh, a guy I kind of know, and he was sending it out to a bunch of people that talk about the Eagles, and it's usually a discussion about this, or that, whatever. So his argument for getting rid of Donovan he goes, Mikey. You find me one one sports radio host in this town that thinks he should stay. Not not one. And I thought, wow, that's the problem. And gee, it's like you just said. Somebody goes on the radio and says something, and it becomes bible, it becomes doctrine. That this is the way it is. Well, I'm on the radio and I say Donovan should go. Oh, well, by all means, let's get rid of him then. My God, you're on the radio.
3: And, And, you know, on the the radio, your job is different from being a coach and winning games. Your job is to get audience. So, of course – you know, you're gonna attack. You're gonna find somebody with a big name and, and, and go after him. That's the best way to get noticed, and uh, that's the way to get noticed on the radio. And it, but it's it's the, you don't have to have any legitimacy to what you're saying. And and I've been on there arguing with guys, and they talk about, well, look at the faces he made. When, look yeah. look at the faces he made. And then uh, you know, I had one guy telling me, well, you know, I, I blame Donovan for what happened with Terrell Owens. What? That's my one. That's my
2: favorite.
3: I mean, Daryl Owens did this at three other places, but you're gonna blame you're <laughs> gonna blame McNabb for what happened here. I mean, what you know, what are you crazy? Now but but, but that's what I'm talking is, about and, and uh and as I said though, it, it looks like it is gonna happen even though I I mean, even though it could not happen. Right. But it looks like it is gonna happen and, and when it happens, then you know, people will uh, people get sobered up and they probably will look and say, you guys told us we need to get rid of McNabb, you know, because look at what Kevin Cobb has got to do. Kevin Cobb, it, it's not going to be good enough Kevin Cobb takes the team to the playoffs every year. That's not good enough. No. He's got no. to win a Super Bowl.
2: He's absolutely, and that's what's expected of him. <laughs> Perry, per, do you remember this? And this is what I, I was telling somebody this week, because this is the kind of things you lose sight of. In, in 2001, it was actually 2002, but it was a 2001 season, I remember uh, – Watching, I was in Memphis watching the Eagles Chicago uh, playoff game that they won. Um, and I remember thinking, oh my God, the Eagles are in the NFC Championship. It was, it was always something I thought of as for somebody else. It was always somebody else's day on Championship Sunday. It was always somebody else, somebody else's team. It wasn't well, for the Eagles. Not for, what, 20 years, it wasn't for the Eagles. I remember thinking, wow, the NFC Championship game won. He did it five times in the last 10 years. How spoiled has this city become? Where it used to be, I mean, Perry, you remember what it was like? It was, it was this, this town couldn't win anything for a long time, and here this guy goes to a, a Super Bowl and, and five NFC championships, and all of all of a sudden it's old hat.
4: I, I don't know. Maybe that was the worst thing he ever did. Maybe he should have never made any of these NFC championship games.
3: <laughs> well, know. I mean, look. In reality, it's almost they treat it like a negative. Like for instance. Brett Favre got to the NFC Championship game this year and lost. Now, Minnesota's eager to get him back. <laughs> but, but here, if McNabb does that, we go like, well, see, we got to get rid of this guy. Now, how do you figure that out? They're willing to let Brett Favre, you know, miss training camp, everything, to get him back because last year he took him almost to the Super Bowl. But yet, because McNabb has taken this team almost to the Super Bowl, we we got to get rid of him now. How do you explain that?
4: And what? Farb's forty years old right now. What McNabb's thirty <laughs> two? Thirty three. Thirty <33? laughs> three. So you know he's maybe got what four or five years left in him, at least. <laughs> and and why? Yeah, it it just boggles my mind. And and going back to the whole what you know. What these people call up and say that kind of kind of annoys me is that is that whole like McNabb has never gotten over that when he got booed at the draft like like they know him personally and like that matters anymore. It's the same. It's the same thing as this when you go to another city and you guys oh you guys throw snowballs at Santa
3: Claus. It's just like oh good you just hear the same stuff over and over and you're just like are you for real? Well, the (laughs) thing is, you know that is what unfortunately you know that's what the presidential races are about which is people don't even know the issues, right. and people just, you know, you can't even talk to people about it say, hey, what about this? You know, talk, uh, you know, about some sensibility. It's everybody knows these little blurbs, and the thing about it is, see, on, on, uh, on radio, uh, the blurbs and the different things are what guys use uh, to, to be entertaining, to keep people listening, and unfortunately, a lot of people eat, gobble it all the way down and take it as the gospel. And it's really foolish, and as I said, uh, we could be watching the Eagles make the biggest blunder yeah. that they, they've ever made, and then basically saying this is going to be the end of Andy Reid and, and, and this whole, uh, you know, this going to be the end of the Eagles for a few years, even though they got the best weapons, better weapons than McNabb ever had.
2: Right, so now it's time to get rid of them. And you know what, though, the one thing, Gene, you make a great point where, especially when it gets to politics, and I'll even just without getting into it, you know, the health care bill. I watch, I watch people on the left and the right, and they're debating this stuff. Did you even read the bill? No, you did not. And I didn't either, so I'm not qualified to read it either. And this is, and this is my favorite part about the criticism of Donovan McNabb. And these fans say it, and Perry, like you touched on it, like you know, the word leadership drives me insane. This, this that is a the day. Well, Thank at least when we get Cobb in there, I know the leadership will get better. Oh, you do? You're in the locker room. How do no, you know what the leader is? What those guys think of him? You know, Joe Montana wasn't a rah-rah guy. No, but, but think oh, about a great think leader.
3: Think about Brian Dawkins. He was supposed to be such a great leader. He was on the field when, when we got the Super Bowl right across the street, and he lets he let, he's out there when they let him walk down the field. And, and scored a touchdown, and then also he was on the field that whole game for a team that looked like he, the defense came out, like, looked like they were sleeping. Doc was out there. Yeah. I mean, who, come on. Give me some good players, and you can keep your leaders. Give me somebody can make some plays, some good players, and I don't care about that leader. That leader stuff is a bunch of garbage.
2: Yeah, and you know what's funny when we talk about big plays in these games? One of the guys they had, not a great player by any stretch of the imagination, but he was a big play guy. Was Lido Shepherd? He, yeah. those were some of those plays that he made were the kind that bail you out. He didn't do it in big games, but those are the kind of plays, with the Palomalos, the uh, the James Harrison play. You need that
3: kind of stuff. Balkins
2: didn't make those in the in the big game. What if Calou gets a hold of that punt?
3: Come on, I mean, you know, hey, look, the, the thing about it is, you know, it's it's it's, it's as simple as you know. Somebody's got to make the big plays, and, you know, the superstar players, the guys just like McNabb has to take the hit because he didn't get them to win, win the championship. You can't let – you know, this whole city will let Doc pass. I mean, we, we're not going to call. Or the fact how – much, how much yardage did Brian Westbrook run for in the Super Bowl? 30-some yards. It was bad. Oh. Well, they couldn't block. I mean, there Yeah, was, it, it they, wasn't his fault they couldn't block, but the fact he had no running game. But, but all those people get a pass. And, and that's my whole thing is I'm willing to hold McNabb accountable for not winning the Super Bowl. But you, he's got to bring all his teammates with him. And Andy Reid. And, and I, you know, I wrote today, which is really, you can't separate Andy Reid and Donovan McNabb. How can the Eagles say, you know, we think... Andy Reid has done a great job, but McNabb, nah, he never won a championship, so we're willing to let him go. What about Andy? Because <laughs> he's, got, he's got a bunch of rings on his fingers. So uh, you, I mean, think,
2: cool. you, you think Donovan's treated unfairly here?
3: Uh, no, 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 no. no. I, I, I could see where, see, I would have no problem if the said, you know what? We gave this regime some time. They haven't won it. We're moving Andy on. We're moving on Donovan. Uh, We've we hired John Gruden. He's coming in. We're going to go with Kevin Cobb as, you know, boom. But don't tell me that Donovan didn't, is not good enough, but, but, but Andy is the greatest. How could, how could that be? You know, how, how could you tell me that with a straight face? Because Andy's record is Donovan's record. And, and uh, basically, he's the one that picked Donovan. So, you know, he, he's, he's married to them, and they're married to each other. And when one goes, the other goes. Well, Perry, what do you think about that? Is it?
2: Because to me, I kind of would say, if you're going to change one, change one at a time to see if you can find the full one. Perry, you think they should both go, or do you think they can win together? I would have rather, uh, rather
4: reversed that. I would have rather gotten rid of Reed and kept McNabb. Well. Um, <laughs> or, or, or just get rid of them both. That's what I'd say. I, I think the way they're doing it right now
3: is the wrong way. I mean, because how, how could Andy? Look at all of the blunders Andy has made just in the recent years. I mean, just a horrible decision-making. And look how I many, you know, it's just been at the end of this decade where he went out and, and was able to draft some good wide receivers. He and knew he wanted to throw the ball. He couldn't get wide receivers earlier in the decade. you know. Not only know. that,
2: G, but it, it wasn't until the Giants won that Super Bowl, and it's probably the same for a lot of teams in the NFL, it seemed like he looked at that and went, wow, rookies could help. He never let rookies play before. That is true, too. That's true, too. I mean, you, playbook, you, know, you look at all so of that. Big, no kid was going to learn that.
3: And and, uh, and the thing about it is this is the most indicting thing. This is the most indicting thing. In the last two games, people say, oh, McNabb, he was terrible in the last two games. And you know what? He didn't play well. But you know what the worst thing was about the last two games? They got their butts kicked one week, and it looked like they made no adjustments and got killed by the same team the next week. And you go going like, what do you have coaches for? I mean – what adjustments did they make? They didn't improve anything. They were just as bad. And you're going to tell me, well, okay, we're going to give that coach an extension. Hey, come on. I mean,
4: and what, what was worse, too, is Dallas made the necessary adjustments to make them
3: look that much worse. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we can do better than this. I yeah. mean, and, and then, you know, you're going to tell me you've got a quality coach when I'm going like, you know, and I was even saying this, I know the Eagles are going to make some adjustments. What adjustment? <laughs> they, they got didn't killed the, the next they didn't week. When you have the manpower, sometimes
2: you get outgunned. They were outgunned top <laughs> <off> to <the> bottom. <laughs> I mean, And that's you another also... thing about the media. This is one of my favorites, too. Oh, well, the defense was terrible, but, and there's this huge but, a lot of it's got to be better. No, you just said it. Stop the sentence. The defense was.
3: <laughs> I mean,. I mean, they they gave up 250 yards rushing, okay, and 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 almost 300 passing. They almost got 600 yards of offense. <laughs> I mean, was, this is a playoff game, and the team almost is getting. It could have had 600 yards because you know they shut it down. They could have had 600 yards of offense, and you're going to tell me, well, you know that McNabb, doggone it, it's always McNabb, and and that's my thing is that I don't have a problem with the criticism on him, but. It's just like people have just uh, targeted him, and uh, he gets the uh, all of the criticism, and everybody else walks free. Yeah, this sounds a lot of things, but
2: spares I don't think, I don't think, is one of them. But we got to take a break. We're going to come back talking more Eagles here on G in the House on VoiceAmericaSports.com. We'll talk to you. In a few. The opening kickoff is a
3: beauty.
5: About action. Scores. Taking a look at the NBA tonight. Highlights. He's broken loose. He's at the thirty. And headlines. Big
6: trade in the NFL this afternoon. When
5: you are looking to talk sports, look no further than the Voice America Sports Network. We bring you some of the biggest names and all the sports news you can handle, whether it's basketball, football, golf, racing, or the Olympics. We've got you covered. We'll even cover tailgating. (laughs) Tune in to the Voice America Sports Network. It's all things sports.
2: All right, we're, uh, we're back and heated because this is you know, Donovan McNabb conversation. It's what we do. This is G. Cobb in the House. I'm with G. Cobb and Michael Perry. And we were talking a little bit about before about some of the mistakes Andy Reid made. Now, now we talk about the media being unfair to, to Donovan. They're also a little unfair to Andy because Andy has done a lot of great things in those five NFC championships. You know, he gets a lot of the credit for that, too. But of the mistakes he's made, and we were talking before, he could be in the midst of his biggest blunder yet, and it could be one of the biggest blunders in Philadelphia sports history. I don't know that it will be. It could be, though. I mean, who was it? Was it Q Hark that traded uh, Sonny Jurgensen for Norm Snead back in the 60s, like, 63? And how's that looking now? You know, they, they got this bum of a quarterback in, for, uh, gave away a guy like Sonny Jurgensen, who's a phenomenal quarterback. You don't know what you're going to get. and Andy could be making a huge mistake. And, gee, you hinted on this. It seems like Andy has an idea about that. Andy seems to be well aware, hey, we've got to do this right. You, you can't just turn guys like this over. But, you know, I really do think there's pressure from the front office to get this guy out of here so they can see what they have in Cobb. And, you
3: well, you know, I, mean, I, I, do, I definitely think that you've you got the other guys are, are more anxious about uh, doing this deal than Andy is. Because, see, Andy knows. Andy knows all the things that can go wrong with a quarterback. Meaning, like, you could have a guy that's able to do everything, but he just doesn't have the body to stand up to the hits that he's got to take. If you're going to run Andy's offense and throw the ball that much, the guy's going to get hit. Now, people don't realize it, but McNabb is not built like average quarterback. The guy is like a fullback, Bill. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. And, and he, he's able to take hits, and it's not a big deal. People don't go, oh, man, oh, look at the way he got hit. Now, is... Is uh, is Kevin Cobb going to be able to take those shots, wake up just like in a a boxing match, and still be clear-headed, and be able to figure out all the stuff that's going on and make the right throws? Uh, You know, we're gonna we're gonna find out. And the thing about it is, uh, even though Kevin Cobb is probably going to have, well, he's going to have a better set of weapons to go to battle with, he's going to face a tougher NFC East too. I mean, the Cowboys are nothing to play with. You might as well know defensively for the next five years, you go down there to play the Cowboys, you better come ready because you're going to have Andre Ware. I mean, you're going to have, uh, what's his name, DeMarcus Ware on one side, and you're going to have uh, Anthony Spencer on the other, and then you've got Jay Ratliff in the middle. Right there, you've got three quality pass rushers you've got to deal with. They've got two outstanding corners. They've got two outstanding corners. Mike Jenkins is a Pro Bowl level, and, and uh, the other guy on the other side, uh, he's good too. So – Really? Every you're time the you get ready to play him. them, the good player.
2: I don't know. I
3: don't know if I'm that high on the Cowboys. Yeah, but, well, I'm, I mean, def- defensively, you, you can say what you want. I mean, they got they got some good players. I mean, these guys are all pros. <laughs> so um, you know, but so my, my point is that he's got his work cut out for him, and you can see. I uh, don't be surprised if you're going to see him better out of the Redskins and better out of the Giants. So he, he's going to have his work cut out for him in that way.
2: Yeah, yeah, And another thing you didn't mention, G, that, that makes Donovan built for this offense for passing so much, he can get out of trouble if he has to with his legs. He doesn't do it as much as he should or as much as he used to as a kid, but that's another thing. When that, when that rush comes, can you, can you get away from it? You better hope you can. Because that's another thing. When you mentioned Dallas, what happened in those two Dallas games, that pressure was coming from up the middle, and John Unitas would not have won that game. Either of those games.
3: Well, you know, th- that's the thing, and that's why this is going uh, to be interesting. And, and, you know, from my standpoint, you know, I hope the kid is able to deal with it. But I'll tell you what, boy, if he's not, you can believe it ain't going to take long for the dogs to start circling. No.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know what? Cops should be watching all this. He should be watching all this and just say, yo, buddy, guess what? In three, four years, this is you. Trust me if you don't, if you, if they're going to be just as tough on you. I wonder if he's watching that going, wait, 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 I don't know if I want to be the guy here. <laughs> Maybe he wants out of town.
3: Well, no, I'm, I'm sure he looks at it and he sees, well, he knows he's got some great weapons to work with. Uh, the thing about it is, you know, that, um, you know, he's also going to have, you know, some really tough, uh, you know, and, and he can't do anything about this, but it just so happens that, you know, this is going to be a tough time. To be uh you know well he's got tough competition and and he's he's got to be the kind of competitor that's able to take a hit uh take a pounding because they're going to be games when the guys aren't blocking as well Oops. and uh you know and, and and the big thing is you know they got some major work to do on their defense major work
2: well that's that's what I wanted to get to next, and Perry, I want to get your take on this because I know we're Donovan guys we know what we have in him and, and and how good of a player he is, but I got to a point where I said, you know what if you're not going to retool this defense, you might as well get rid of him. Why not get something for him, Perry, you agree with that?
4: Yeah. I mean, they, they definitely need a lot of help on that defense right now. So I mean, that, I, that's the only thing that would make sense right now is if, if you get rid of McNabb and you're able to retool the defense in some sort of way, whether it's getting a player or getting some draft picks where you, where you start you know, rebuilding this
2: defense. Because Thorpe Bradley's coming up in ACL. Now, Perry, I want to ask you about this, too, because G and I were talking about this. What's your take on Patterson and Bunkley? These are two first round picks that are stout. They don't get in the backfield enough. They, they don't have that, like G mentioned Jay Radliff. That's pressure up the middle. That's destruction. They don't yeah, really it's, have that. It, it's,
4: it's only Trent Cole. You, you, you never see them charging up and getting, getting a quarterback. You know, it, it, their sacks are coming from Trent Cole pushing the, pushing the quarterback like to them, and then, they, and then they just fall right into them. But
3: Well, each of them got a sack this past year, and you know, uh, Patterson had one-and-a-half sacks. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go.
2: That's, yeah, that, that's that's all I need out of my first-round picks. But that yeah. defensive end position, because I know we've talked about what needs to change with the defense. Yes, you need safeties so or whatever, Marlon Jackson, okay, whatever. You're going to get Stuart Bradley back, but he's coming off an ACL. How effective is he going to be? I just don't want to be told that Daryl Tapp is the solution on the other side. He could be a nice player, but they need a difference maker on that other side. Or one of those
3: tackles better be,
2: and they're not really.
3: Now, you know, one thing that I have a problem with is, is I look at this team and I look at Andy the whole time he's been here. I can't really see one defensive player that he drafted that he looked at and he said, you know what, this is my guy, a dominating defensive player, and I know it. I think they lucked up on Trent Cole. Who, who else did they draft that, that's in the front seven that you go, you know what, this is a dominating defensive player? Barry Gardner. I mean, you know seriously, you tell me one guy uh you look at Ray Rose, he went out they got he got he got Trotter, who was here, and you know yeah. saw his best days, but Trotter was a mean, ornery, hard hitting son of a gun he I mean he knew one he way made plays you know he was going to make some plays and dog on it, you're going to be in a dog fight, and you are going to go in there dog on it and we coming in there to chew your head off he, he He did the same thing when he got Dawkins, you know Ray rose, I don't think the Eagles. Scouting can go out and find me a doggone, a junkyard dog kind of a player that's going to come in here and chew somebody's head off. And if you can't find them, that means you've got to go ahead, you got to go out and get them in free agency. Because if you really want to win, give me some of the Steelers. Look how many of the Steelers they got are guys like that. they got two linebackers coming off the side in Harrison and, and who else am I talking about? The guy from uh, Lawrence uh, Timmons. Uh, Timmons, but no, the other uh, other starting uh, Defense, uh, uh, linebacker coming from the other side. Anyway, uh, in fact, he 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 went to the uh, the the Detroit line, but now he's back. No, no, oh my thing, that's another one. You had Harrison and and the the other guy, the other starter. Anyway, those guys can rush the passer. They don't need the blitz because, and doggone it, they're mean. You can tell it. They will put a helmet in your back. Hey. Trent You'll Cole is like that. But give me some more, more players, doggone it. I want to see some players. Where I oh, now, that, this dude here, Victor Abiyamiri, come on. Uh, I, know. I look at, You know, see, I you mean. You a good and, point
2: because now I'm thinking. Sheldon Brown is probably the best one he's drafted. And, he, and Sheldon's a very good player. He's a very solid player. Yeah, and he's a corner. That's not what you're you know? talking
3: about. <laughs> but, but, you know, hey, in, that, in, that, in that front seven, I mean, who have they drafted? In the whole decade where you go like, now, this here, boy, this is a guy they told us. No, they got lucky on Trent Cole, and they got nobody else to show who's been here who says, now, that there is an anchor. That means you haven't been drafting well defensively. I, I don't see it.
2: You know what, G, you're right. And then the, cause it, you, You're talking about front seven. I'm thinking of anybody in the whole defense. I mean, Lito could make some plays. Yes, he could make some
3: plays. They got rid of him. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, uh, you know, they just didn't have the dominating player that, you know, that, um, you, know, that you, you want to build that defense around. Like, it could be a middle linebacker. It could be a
2: um, – But they don't value linebacker, G. That's an even bigger problem. Yeah. And that could be part of what we're seeing now is that they devalued the position to the point where, I mean, Chris Gokong, I, mean, I, I don't think of that nasty dog instinct that you're talking about. And, and tell,
3: me, tell me how many times can they miss that defensive end? We got, uh, you know, McDougal. Uh, uh, Jerome McDougal, okay? We got, um, <laughs> who else? We could just go on and on. Brian Smith was, I,
2: I, I hate predicting when someone makes a draft pick. I hate sitting there on draft day saying, this guy's going to be good, this guy's going to be bad. Truth is, nobody knows, so I hate doing that. But when they took Brian Smith, I said, this kid's 231 pounds. <laughs> Come on. Out a McNeese state, <laughs> this guy's going to be an, uh, an end?
3: I know, I like, come on. Know what? I'll keep my mouth shut. But and, and the thing about it, he looked like a little boy running, walking around in the in the locker room. I'm going like, are you kidding? Are you kidding? Yeah, I Gardner felt like slapping a agent. knot in his head.
2: You know, uh, Perry, what do you think? Should they overhaul the defensive scouting department or just swap with the Bears? They seem to have it, but they can't pick offense out in Chicago. Man, I don't
4: know
3: what they should do. <laughs> this is depressing. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'll tell you, you know, uh, they they have got it. They've got to find the thing is they they need defensive players, and they need some quality defensive players that can get to the passer, uh, that can be uh, intimidators. Gee, they, At, if you think about it, they even whipped on curse. Come on, yeah, they they whipped on curse. They they whipped on all these guys. I mean, Darren Howard. You know oh. how many guys were there? Um, uh, Chris Clemens. Well, come on, how many of these guys? <laughs> They're,
4: they're trying, it seems like they're trying to, to land that needle in the haystack all the time. You know, they're, they're trying to find that guy undervalued that all of a sudden is just going to bloom into this big animal. And they've tried it over and over and over and over again, and they never hit.
2: There's you have an idiot at your fantasy football draft that yeah. takes a backup running back from Detroit in the third round just to prove to everybody that he's smarter than everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what the de- Look, we're going to have people jumping off the Walt Whitman Bridge soon. But uh, we got to take a break. We're going to come back and wrap everything up. Uh, this is G-Cop in the house on VoiceAmericaSports.com. I'll see you in a minute. The
3: opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a
5: Pacific time on the Voice America Sports Channel
6: The IS Outdoors Talk Radio Show brings two well-known outdoorsmen to the Voice America Network with hunting and fishing info news, talking about everything from new sporting gear, places to hunt and fish, and getting more from your recreation time. Join hosts Brock Ray and Don Kirk Thursday mornings at 7 a.m. Pacific time for IS Outdoors on the Voice America Sports Channel. With their combined experience of 60 years in the woods, Brock and Don have traveled widely creating TV shows and writing articles on hunting and fishing. Blessed with down-home humor, they are also well-versed in environmental concerns, firearms ownership, and animal rights issues. IS Outdoors offers brisk interaction with the audience, soliciting opinions and questions on a wide range of outdoors subjects. Tune in every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time to the IS Outdoors Talk Radio Show with Brock Ray and Don Kirk, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel.
7: The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's
6: ass and the-
1: You're joined up with G. Cobb in the house featuring Gary Cobb and co-host Michael Warren. You want to get in on the conversation? Call in now. It's toll free. 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Cobb at AOL.com. Remember, two R's and two B's in that name. Now back to G. Cobb in the house.
2: All right, everybody. We're back here talking to Philadelphia Eagles. I'm Michael Warren along with G. Cobb and Mike Perry. And, G was just depressing uh, Perry and I. But, man, gee, I started going through some of these drafts. I mean, it, this is bad. You know, I, I was just looking at the 2003 draft. Obviously, McDougal was, was a waste. But it's not even just first and second round picks. Because that's, 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 you know, one of the guys they did get was in the fifth round in Trent Cole. You know, the fourth round. Remember Jamal Green? Yeah, uh, hey, Yeah, from it. Miami. Yeah. I'm just looking through some of these picks. This is, I, when you do this long enough, You know what, they should actually consider themselves, the Eagles should consider themselves very lucky that they drafted this horrifically on defense, and they still have a competitive team.
3: Yeah, and see, my thing is guys like, uh, you know, like Jim Johnson, some people say when I criticize the Eagles' defense in all those championship games that I'm going after Jim Johnson. I'm not. I'm not going after Jim Johnson. I'm going after those players, though. I'm saying that when they get in a situation where Jim Johnson can't trick the other quarterback... They don't get the job done. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, you're right. And, and things, <laughs> that stuff just hasn't
2: worked on the biggest level. And the biggest games. The, the Blitz is fun. It's cute. It's fun to watch. But it's like you're saying, you've got to have the, the best teams are the ones that are going to get the pressure from the front four. And we saw that with the Giants. They won a Super Bowl with that front four. Of course, you know, it was all Eli Manning, though. He was MVP. I was, it was all him. <laughs> you, got, you have a front four that was going against the Patriots line that had three. I don't know if they were all pro, but three pro bowlers, they were killing them. Brady's looking around like, are you guys going to block somebody today? And The, the, great, Tom Brady, again, right, the great Tom
3: Brady, again. That's right. The great Tom Brady couldn't do the job with all of that heat on him. So imagine it's that.
2: Fault, <laughs> it's all Brady's fault, and it's all <laughs> Eli Manning that day. And, you know, I've got to think. They, they're getting to a point where they need to throw an entire draft at the defensive side of the ball. I mean. This isn't even up for, for debate. I mean, Perry, would you spend your first picks on de- first three picks on defense just say, screw it, no matter what, I'm picking three guys on defense and we'll see where we
3: are.
4: Uh, yeah, and you got to get some mean players, too, like you was saying earlier. you got to get some mean players that will come in and just slap these guys around.
2: Yeah, you know, James Harrison, I mean, he's not afraid to take the fight to his own house. I mean, that's how no. nasty that <laughs> guy is. <laughs> and <when> I <laughs> think will got- some more guys getting arrested. Yeah
4: guys around. I'm talking about this Eagles defense, too, that seems to get a little too soft.
2: A lot and, of the, and, time. The, and another thing, too, that as we all know, Andy likes to finesse stuff. He wants to speed. Remember, he used to talk all the time about those fastballs coming off the edge. Never mind that the guy's 240 pounds and once a 320-pound tackle gets his hands on him, the play is <laughs> over and he goes to the ground.
3: You know, uh, the thing about it is you can find some guys who at that size can get the job done. But, you know, that might necessar- not necessarily be the case. But the thing is, see, my thing is, I, I, if I were the Eagles, first of all, I'm going in the scouting system, and I've got to get me some guys that can go out and find those kind of guys. See, and I, I think that they have, they, they don't have, I, I look at the people that are over the scouting, and, I, and they, they're not comfortable around those people. Now, I know Ray Rhodes, he was comfortable around the guy that would be talking about blowing a guy's knee out, taking a guy's head off, you know, he was comfortable talking there and around that guy. Now you you know, now you know. I'm not saying the guy's got to be a maniac, whatever. But I'm just saying that you can find and you have to have a field to find those type of aggressive people okay. that are going to go out on the football field and intimidate people, so that defensively, you know, you can, it doesn't matter where you go, you could go in the middle of whatever team. And right now, they got to think about how can they go down to Dallas and beat the team they got down there because the last two games last year. They showed me they're not tough enough to beat Dallas.
2: No, you're exactly right, I and mean, you know what? And this is another reason for that. Two G. Um, if you notice over the years, they love to promote from within, and that's all well and good. Where, where's the outside information? Where's somebody else? Like I was glad they brought him. Was it Bobby April? Good. Bring in somebody from outside who says, "Well, I had success doing it elsewhere." Here, if you think about it, Donovan and most of those coaches that are all brought from within, they only know one way of doing things. That's not their fault. But they've been doing it the same way. Where's the fresh ideas? Where's you know? Call Buddy Ryan and say, "Look, I want to pick your brain for a half hour. I'll give you I'll give you ten grand." You know, find me some players. Because gee, the defenses
3: you played on, come on, they they were not remotely the same attitude as what we have now. I'll give you a good example: Rex Ryan. Do you think yeah. he knows how to find a tough player? Look at, their, look at the way they ran the ball. Look at the way they played defense. And they've got to get a better passing game. But you got, I'll, I'll tell you right now, that's a team that teams are going to have to deal with because uh, he knows how to go out and find players from that standpoint. Now, that might not be Andy's thing, but as you said, go get me some people that can go out and get those type of people. They can bring it, they can have me get this, make this team tougher because that's what we need if we want to win a championship. But instead of ever talking about that, everything is McNabb. You know, we could go to five championship games and only force two turnovers in five games and nobody even says anything about
2: it. Six including the Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, I mean, come on. And
2: that was what the, the Brady fumble that, the, that Darwin Walker picked up and then Yeah. The that's it. That's off Vic. <laughs> in the NFC Championship. No, no, I'm
3: really really talking about the losses and not the one that they won. I'm talking about all the losses. Um, You know, the, the, the four NFC Championship game losses and the one Super Bowl. In all those games, they forced two turnovers. Now, if that is not reason for me to either look at what I'm doing and say, you know what, maybe we're not doing something right. But, no, all the stupid town wants to do is talk about McNabb. And I'm saying, like, yeah, he didn't play his best ball, but they got there because of the way they were playing defense. But why is it they can't play defense in those big games like that? The reason is they rely too much on the blitz, and when you get in a quality game, I mean, a big game, a championship game, you're probably playing against an experienced, quality quarterback, and that blitz does not work that way in those games.
2: No, and I really, want to, I really do want to point people back to a 1992 When the Denver Broncos selected Tommy Maddox out of UCLA in the first round because they were done with John Elway. He can't win the big game. He went to three. And if you look back at those teams, G, and you played against some of those teams, if it wasn't for Elway, they wouldn't even have been there. And they're blaming him for not winning the Super Bowl. Those teams weren't that good. Yeah, his running backs were Sandy Winder, Steve Sewell, uh, Gerald Wilhite. Who are these guys? But, no, it's Elway's fault, and they almost got rid of him. He, said, he just shut up and he did the job, and
3: that's kind of what I'm worried about here. But, well, you know, well, understand this. No, they, he didn't really shut up and do the job. What they did is they got him some quality people to work with him. They went out and got him the best running game in football. He didn't
2: He didn't, when they drafted him, he didn't complain about it.
3: Yeah, he didn't. And, and the thing, about, yeah, you're right, but, he, uh, but they were getting ready to make that mistake. You're right, and the thing about it is that's the thing that I would ask all Eagles fans is is Donovan McNabb the reason we're getting to all of these NFC Championship games, or is he the reason that we're not winning them? See, and I'll give you this scenario
4: too. Let's just say McNabb moves on, goes to another team, and somehow McNabb wins the Super Bowl. I guarantee you, those same fans that we're blaming McNabb not being able to win a Super Bowl with the Eagles will be saying, McNabb didn't win that. The defense won that game.
2: Yeah, <laughs> they'll find a reason as to why he didn't win it.
4: <laughs> exactly. It's, That's exactly what's going to happen. It's absolutely and you ridiculous. Know what?
2: Look, and, and we got to wrap up for this week. Uh, we could do four hours on this easily. It's always a pleasure. I'm Micah Warren. I'm with G-Cobb. I want to thank Mike Perry for coming on. This is G-Cobb in the house on VoiceAmericaSports.com. Try to stay sane over the week, and we'll see you next Friday.
1: Time to break the huddle. We'll be back again next Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern for another edition of G. Cobb in the House with Gary Cobb and Micah Warren. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you again soon.